Hey everybody, my name is Alan Shago, and this is To the West and Back. Two years ago, I discovered my true passion for photography on a trip out west to Seattle, where I met up with my best friend Cody. We took an epic road trip back to St. Louis through some incredible places like Yellowstone, the Tetons, and Colorado. The whole point of this podcast is to talk to people about how they discovered what they're passionate about and how they continue to improve their craft. Everyone has a unique journey that we can all learn from. I will be talking to people in all different creative fields, but I feel like the lessons and ideas can be applied to anyone. It's all about the journey, so follow along on mine as I talk to the great people that influence and inspire me. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of To the West and Back. Today's special guest is Ryan Chaney. Ryan, welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, man. I'm glad to have you here. So uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Uh, Well, my name is Ryan Chaney. I have a cancer sign. Uh, Born June 23rd, 1990 to Penny and Joe Chaney in uh, Festus, Missouri. Um, Just kidding. No, all that stuff is actually true. Um, Let's see. I've been doing music for most of my life. I, I think I started music when I was around 11. Um, it was, is the biggest passion of my life. It's what I have given my life to and what I plan to be doing for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, um, I'm also an avid video gamer, you know, that's great. That's great. Don't plan on making any video games though. So, (laughs) well, we kind of have a cool story, you know, going back to like the five full days when I reached out and even just our families knowing each other before we even became friends. So Mm -hmm. It's been pretty cool to watch your musical evolution. So it's yeah. kind of, give us like a little backstory into your, like, you know, how you kind of discovered what you were passionate about All right. with music. So um, there was a, I had been asking for a guitar for a little bit. I, I don't even know. I mean, I know I was listening to a lot of CDs. I would basically, uh, back then, all I really listened to was, was Christian music and, and country, because that's all really my parents would allow me to listen to. Um, um, but, uh, so I'd, I'd put on these CDs and I would just sing to the whole album front to back. I would, I would literally sit there with the booklet in front of me reading all the lyrics and then I'd just sing it and try to sound as good as the, as the guy singing the, you know, whatever song it was, you know, yeah, like, I like that. Um, and I was like, man, like it was just, you know, I think that was probably what led to me actually being able to sing pretty good. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm good now, but I feel like I just, just trying to sing all these different styles and sound like these different people, it really gave me a appreciation for finding my own voice. It probably gave you um, like a good range too. You know, yeah, yeah, totally. All these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to like get way up there. I was like, oh my God. Uh, but then I, I remember singing like songs that are like nothing now, like Push by Matchbox 20. It was one of the first songs I, I learned how to sing. It's a great band. And I was like, oh my God, how do you sing that high? And now it's like. I had to go up on the capo on my guitar to like even for it to even feel comfortable now. Um, but yeah, so I did that. Um, one Christmas, my parents got me a guitar. They were so sure that I wasn't gonna like actually use it. So they uh, they told my uncle that he could he could get it from me whenever I don't whenever I'm not using it. So that ticked me off. So I was like, well, screw it, man. I'm gonna own this. So I started learning uh, guitar. Um, I went to I went to a couple lessons. Uh, the guitar teacher I had really sucked. Like he just uh, I had Tourette syndrome, so like I you know was back then it was really bad. So like you know definitely interfered my guitar playing. Yeah. This guy looked at me and said, "Hey, you're never gonna learn how to play guitar." And so I was so heartbroken by this. So I went home and I learned every chord like there was, and I learned how to like just strum all these different things. I skipped two weeks of practice, went back, 
went into this dude's like office where you know we like learned how to play guitar and i played all this stuff for him i was like i'm done and i walked out and my mom picked me up and drove me Dang, that's crazy. but after that you know i just uh, i started writing songs a lot like almost immediately when i started learning how to play guitar i started writing um and i found that was like my passion you know before then, I was I was pretty quiet. I didn't really talk to a lot of people. Um, didn't have a lot of friends because my Tourette's kind of scared a lot of people away. It used to be a lot worse. Um, but I found that when I sang, people appreciated that. You know, I couldn't go up to someone and be like, oh, man, I feel so alone, right? You know, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this is a weird conversation. <laughs> yeah. But I could I could write lyrics, like, about how that felt, like, how I felt. And people, like, could relate to that. People that actually didn't spend a lot of time with me or thought I was kind of weird or whatever, all of a sudden we had something common because we both felt that way. And I could write a song, which they couldn't do about how they felt. And I realized, oh man, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. It's just writing and I can, this is awesome. I love this. And it became kind of like a journal for me too, you know? So I started writing and I was just writing constantly. And I had, I knew of it. I felt really like I was really good at it. Uh, and fast forward, I was like bringing my guitar to church camps and stuff like that and trying to woo all the ladies. And like, I was like the dude, uh, this one girl I dated, um, her mom, I guess before she went, told her, you can, you know, like, don't come back with a boyfriend, but if you do, just don't come back with Ryan Chaney as your boyfriend because I'm a musician. Yeah. You have the guy with the guitar. <laughs> yeah. Not the guy with the guitar. Anyone but that guy. Yeah. And of course that was, I was the guy, um, but uh, that that uh, year, it, I went to Bates Creek Camp, man, amazing place. Like, um, just so happened that Derek Husky, our uh, the drummer in Five Fold, drummer in Steeples, and one of my best friends overall. He's a great guy. He is a great guy. Um, but he uh, he was playing drums in the worship band, so I uh, I was feeling pretty mighty and proud uh, one night. We were having a big bonfire. So I went up to the, the the worship leader of this band, right? And I was like, hey, man. I think his name is Dean. I was like, hey, Dean. Like, I have these songs I've written. I'd like to show them to you. You know, because at this point, this guy was like the closest I knew to anyone like that was like actually getting on stage and playing these for a lot of people. So I told him that. Derek was sitting around there. I didn't know Derek yet, of course. So uh, we go down the hill to the tabernacle. I have my guitar and I start playing these songs. And Derek, I, I found out later, thought I was probably going to suck. Um, I play these songs and I impressed them all, I guess. Next day, we're leaving worship and um, uh, Derek catches me. He's like, hey, man, I'm starting this band. You know, I, we don't have a name for it, but it's with like, you know, my, uh, my, my buddy Jesse and my buddy Matt and, and Al. Uh, right, Alan? Yeah, Alan. Um, used to play in the band as well. Yeah, but uh, not not Al. <laughs> no, not Al Carter. Um, but uh, he's like, I'd love for you to come out. You know, we're trying to find singers. So, I believe it was like a couple days later. My mom still, I couldn't drive. Like you know, this was like I was like young. I was like probably fifteen, and you know, I took forever to get my license, of course. Um, but my mom drives me up and I meet with Derek and we go over to Jesse's house where I first meet everyone. And um, I guess they tried to like drill me and like try to figure out like where I'm at. I played a couple of my songs. Uh, Jesse had written the song. I guess they had all written this, like the, the, I guess the, like the bones of a the song, they just the lyrics. So we went out there 
and we wrote our first song. Fivefold wrote our first song within like an hour of meeting each other. Wow. You know, I was just That's like, it. all right, let's just do this. And we wrote this song. There's a video of it floating around somewhere. But uh, yeah, we, we wrote we wrote this song. Uh, I remember my girlfriend called me at the end of it all. And she's like, so? I was like, I don't know. I think I'm part of the band. Guys, I'm a part of the band. Everyone's like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. You know, and I think at first we called ourselves Failsafe. Um, is this too much backstory? No, dude, keep going. All right. I, love the, I love the whole story, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, we started just started playing shows. We didn't really know what we were doing. None of us had ties in the music scene, so we just uh, watched everyone else doing it and tried to take notes on, you know, what to what to do. And I think the thing that set Fivefold apart is that we we were always pretty good people, man. Like we tried to like take our personality and, and be that on stage as well. Um, yeah, I think the cool part about Fivefold is that you guys were always out before the shows and hanging out. With them yeah, because like, like I mean, that's yeah, you're being there. Like a lot of bands, like or some bands that get bigger, like they don't really come and talk to the fans much. It's more of just like uh, we're here for the show and then we're gonna go on. Like, well, the way I always looked at it, it's like, dude, like I mean, I want to have friends. Like, dude, I, I didn't have yeah, any yeah. friends back then, so these people thought it was cool. I'm gonna hang out with them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and those people ended up being like some of my my closest friends. You know, that's I think it's you know like. It's cool to have fans, people that like like your music, but those people fall away, you know. But when you have like people that like know you and like they, you go to their birthday parties and like you hang out with them outside of like the shows, like that, those become your friends, and they're gonna support you no matter what you're doing. Which is a lot of what's happening now yeah. with what I'm doing now, you know. So yeah, fivefold, we were together for like uh, I guess eleven, twelve years. Uh, we lost a lot of people, went through a lot of heartache. Um, wrote four albums went, had a lot of amazing times like I didn't go to college but I feel like that was my college experience like it was some of the coolest raddest experiences in my life we went all over America um, and then you know so um, me and Derek we started like really started listening to a lot of pop music and we kind of like that became kind of my obsession was just like Justin Bieber and John Bellion and all that stuff you yeah. know like I was like dude this is so dope man and uh, so I started like writing a lot of that. So uh, me and Derek, uh, we started writing a bunch of acoustic stuff. It's funny because I even like one of those songs, uh, there's a song called December. And that was a song that me and Derek were working on before Steeples even started. And that was actually, we're trying to record this song, right? We didn't know how. So basically Derek invited his brother, Nathan, and uh, Nathan invited Eric. And so Nathan and Eric come over to Derek Derek's house. I was living with Derek at the time um, to teach us how to record this song. So basically, they come over before they left. All of a sudden, we were starting a band together. And uh, yeah. yeah, and so we started and Steeples, this band. Steeples was born. And Steeples <laughs> was born that night. Yeah, and Steeples was super fun, man. Like Steeples was extremely carefree, but also like a great business strategy. You know, we were like definitely had a plan, and you know, we had like this. Uh, well, you know, you know, Shago yeah, is that you were a part of, yeah, was, of Steeples. It was a good memory for sure. Yeah, dude. Fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had like pyramids, you know, yeah. and basically it was like, you know, where we are on the scale. Yeah, lots of accountability. A lot of accountability. Like random, it was more of like a yeah, it was, plan. Yeah, definitely. There was a plan for everything. And that was awesome. You know, and that was a huge learning experience. I had to learn how to write completely different than how I, how I had ever, you know, in fivefold, I was definitely always like powerhouse, like big, but also I had to figure out how to fit my mind and like my lyrics and what I was trying to write about 
into like a lot of times happier songs. You know, it worked out because, you know, all of a sudden I'm like with the woman of my dreams at this time and I was very happy. So like writing sad songs wasn't really my thing. Yeah. But uh, no, it was it was really, really good. Um, so. So now we're like, what are you on to now? What's your now next, uh, I'm going solo and that's like pretty much what I'm focusing on, you know, completely. Um, at the end, I, I kind of realized that like. I wanted to spread my wings by myself. I felt this almost like a hunger to do it. You know, I started listening to a lot of folk, a lot of uh, folk country. And um, it just, I just felt like that was like my style. And like, I've always, I mean, you know, I started playing acoustic. That was like my instrument of choice. I wrote everything on acoustic. And it, you know, I just felt like a calling to go back to that. You know, I, I were on like a double date with a couple of our really good friends and they didn't even know I played acoustic. And I was like, what? Like, that's like my instrument. Yeah, that's that's like, thing, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I felt like it was, it was, it was needed. And I took that step. It was freaking terrifying. Yeah. Would you, you say know? that's like the hardest decision you've had to make around music was kind of branching out on your own? Like yes. That? Yeah, definitely. Because it's, and it's a decision I fought for like a year. You know, I literally would like lie awake at night being like, oh my God, this is so scary. What if I fail? You know? But uh, eventually I did it, and I it has been the most rewarding experience in my life. And I've never had more confidence in myself, you know. And but uh, you know, and I, I just feel like the music I'm writing now it really just kind of like um, really shows like where my heart is. You know, I can I can be pretty sad in my songs, you know, and be fine with that. But I can also talk about you know the world and the state of it. You know, I can I can gus and talk about the things I like to do, like you know. Like I like to drink, and I, you know, and I can talk about that. I can you just be yourself, be myself, one hundred percent, man. I feel like if people listen to these songs, they're gonna be like, "All right, that's Ryan Cheney," you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. It's so exciting. Yeah, man. your first song, "Shelter," is out now on mm-hmm. all the yeah, on all the streaming platforms. It is so, yeah. on all the streaming platforms. It's been uh, received pretty well so far. So yeah. it's gonna be pretty exciting. I'm at two thousand. I want to two thousand. 400 something streams so that's great man i'm gonna give that like a couple million more and then i'll be really happy oh yeah (laughs) what would be some uh some advice that you would give to someone making a big decision like that you know like a big a big life change it doesn't i would say like like, being in a band but you know people say like trust your gut um and i think that's kind of overrated because like there there are days i've woken up and been like i you know i want to quit my job you know i don't you don't just go out and quit your job i think it's a bit recurring if your gut is recurringly like like consistently telling you something you need to listen to it you know people find themselves in a in a life they don't want to live because they don't listen to the thing that their gut or their soul or whatever you want to, or god or whatever you want to call it is telling them to do you know um if, it, if it's a consistent feeling that you feel that you should take a step or do something that you know is terrifying, it's 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 worth it. If it scares you, I mean, it, you need to do it, you know? Yeah, There's where, like, no other choice. That's where the growth comes from, for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it, it's terrifying, but, you know, it's like it's trial by fire. You know, you, you jump in and you're going to, I mean, you're going to learn how to swim, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's like the best way to learn sometimes. It's like not like looking at YouTube videos. No, no, I wouldn't like even say I'm not even that great of a guitarist, man. You know, and that was a big thing for me. You know, honestly, the biggest reason I waited on this for so long was because 
I thought I wasn't a good, good, good guitarist. I was like, I'm not good enough. I'd listen to people like Dermot Kennedy and I'd be like, oh my gosh, this dude is finger picking and I, I can't do that. Like, how will I ever do this? But, you know, it's, and you can make excuses all day long of, you know, yeah. about like why you shouldn't do this. But if your gut is telling you, just freaking do it, man. I'll become a better guitarist as I'm playing guitar. Yeah, so if you keep playing guitar, I've already have, yeah. man. I've already like become such a more talented guitarist than I was before, you know. And that's just because I'm I'm doing it like I'm and and I'm putting in the hours, you know. Like I'm playing guitar like two or three hours a day, writing songs constantly, you know. Um, there are things. I mean, I've never been good at business or or I don't know just repping my brand i'm not good at that i'm on it consistently like i'm like i don't care what people think but then i'm also like i do care what people think please listen to me yeah. you know um i feel like but, you've done a really good job with all of your branding for this and you kind of went like full steam ahead and everything and the, yeah. you did a kickstarter and that was funded really quickly so. yeah and you know so the kickstarter and all that was it was really funny I, another gut feeling i guess I, I kept being like how am i gonna put out a cd like i was looking at what like because I had an idea of what I wanted to do. I had, I had left Steeples and I had told, I told them, and that was the biggest thing, the biggest promise I ever could have made. I was like, I'm going to do, I need to do this by myself. I, I'm going solo, right? So the way I looked at it, I put, I halted three other, four other people's, you know, dreams in this band, you know, not even including like Jim and, you know, like our, our manager and all, and all the fans, you know, I had, I had put an end to that, you know, and and I and, and the way I looked at it is I owed it to everyone else to actually do something. If I'm going to like, you know, step out of this position, then I need to do something with it. And I'm not going to break my promise. I'm not gonna, just going to sit on my butt and just be like live a normal life. I had to do something with it. So I didn't know how to put out a CD because I definitely didn't have the money for that because I'm consecutively broke. Um, <laughs> um I like beer, man. I yeah, spent too much of any of beer. There's um, so many good beers out there. Oh, there are. Um, but so I'm sitting there. I wake up early one day and I'm like, dude, I'm going to start a Kickstarter, man. I'm just going to do it. And I'm and I, so I just sat on the computer and I made a Kickstarter. And <laughs> I set a goal that I think that I actually set it too low. I could have probably set it higher. But I was like, $2,000. There's no way I'm going to make $2,000. And I, they were like, you should probably do this in 30 days. And I was like, no, man, no one's going to give me money. So I'll do it 60 days is how many days I'll do. <laughs> and uh, and, I, and I, I, uh, I built it up. You know, I was just like, and, you know, before that, I had made, like, my solo artist profile because I figured, man, like, I can't just be Ryan Cheney on Facebook. I've got way too many friends and yeah. they just know me. Yeah. And I, so I needed to make, I need to brand myself. So I, I found this big hat that I wear all the time and I'm just like, I love, I love it. Everyone hated it, man. Everyone, I got so much crap for it. So that's why I wear it. Cause like screw, you know, Yeah. I just want to break through. <laughs> yeah. Like, like do your own thing. I feel like that's like some people kind of like stifle that, like you're a guitar instructor. Like he's like, you're never going to be a good guitarist. Mm-hmm. But now I mean, look where you're at now. And yeah. It's like, if you listen to those people, then it's like, well, damn, you're never going to get to do. If you want to know how to get me to do something, tell me you hate it or I look stupid doing it. I'm like, all right, man, yeah. I'm going to go full steam ahead. This is where I need to be then. <laughs> yeah. So I made this Facebook and then I made the Kickstarter and I built it up. You know, I, I got a lot of people to follow me on my artist profile and that became, that was a good move because that, uh, that kept everyone that, you know, I I was able to branch out and be like, this is my music. So I, you know, I basically built that up, 
And whenever the Kickstarter happens, like I got, I think, halfway there in the first day. I'm pretty sure. And yeah, and I was like, oh my God, this is insane, man. It's it's happening. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Um, Yeah, dude. And so, and then um, I didn't know where to record. Um, You know, Fivefold had recorded with my my dear friend, Matt Amalon, who worked at Encapsulated. Matt, you know, was also part of Fivefold. Sadly, he passed away um, the last year. Um, and so I wanted to go back to encapsulated because I knew the room. I felt comfortable there, but Matt wasn't there. Um, Dan Marsala had, had kind of picked up where Matt left off and, and I was kind of scared, but, uh, so I went in, I basically hit him up. I was like, Hey man, you know, I'm looking to record this like acoustic CD, you know, can we do this? I went in, you know, I just kind of like tense because I'm a weird guy with like recording and everything to be perfect and Dan was awesome and I was like alright well I'm gonna record the whole CD with you and it's been fun and got one more song to do so that's great so when's yeah. the uh, anticipated release for the oh for the I mean CD? I think it'll be I'll probably put out a single next month uh, it'll probably be a couple months you know I want to build it up and you know just really get you know I want I want to I want to get everyone really excited about it I'll, I'll say that yeah I like that <laughs> um, and then yeah and you know about to be setting up some more stuff too so uh depending on how much money i can raise i even put out a video i don't know man nice like the sky's the limit (laughs) yeah dude that's exciting so what would be uh one piece of advice that you would give someone starting a creative project doesn't have necessarily be music but kind Mm -hmm. of like a broad piece of advice broad piece of advice just Mm -hmm. um make it you or and make it something you're stoked about like i think that unless you're an insane person you can't start something you, like any kind of project that you're not stoked about like i mean that's like i don't know i, I know there are people that do that be like all right i'm gonna start a clothing brand i don't even like clothes but i'm gonna sell these clothes to, because they you know like but even then they like money maybe that's the thing yeah do it some for something you like you know like i like music i like being honest you know but i you know i don't know it's you can't start something that you're not really invested with that you can't look and be like all right 10 years from now am i still gonna love this thing the same way i do now and the answer is yes and yeah you're good but i would say that would be my broad my broad answer yeah my broad advice that's kind of like the, the point of the podcast too is to kind of talk about those things that you're passionate about yeah if you do something you're not passionate about it's more just for the money it's like, yeah you're just not going to enjoy it and it's not gonna be fun so no. if you stick with something that you're really passionate about people are going to see that and they're gonna be like that guy he knows like what he's doing yeah he might not be like the best finger picker but man his no. music is just like full of passion. because people can sense that man like people yeah. if you're stoked about it I mean, that's like the biggest thing to be in a good salesman you know it's like i i work you know i sell craft beer right i don't know that much about craft beer but i know whenever i drink a beer i'm like this beer is amazing and i sell the crap out of it because i go up to people and i'm like dude you got to have this beer you got to get at least one it's amazing you're gonna love it it's fruity however i sell it because i'm stoked about it you know with music it's the same way it's like dude you got to listen to my music man this is how i feel this is you know you're gonna love this and that's the same thing with starting your own project if you don't feel that if you're just being like, hi, man. Hi, dude. Like, I started this, like, company. Yeah. Um, give me a like if you want to. Yeah, we do photos. But we do photos. But, yeah, what if, like, <laughs> you, you uh, hi, I'm Alan Chago. You know, I do photos and all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah, give me a ring sometime, it's, it's maybe. Fine. Yeah, if you want to hire me, it's cool. But no, it's, I remember it's, when... It's like, I remember when you came up to me, uh, no, you messaged me. Uh, we did a five-fold show at Delmar Hall, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you hit me up and you're like, hey, dude, like, 
you know, we, we hadn't talked in like forever. Yeah. And you're like, hey man, like, you know, me and my buddy would love to come shoot video and photo and everything. And I was like, totally, man. Yeah, totally yeah. not. I remember going to the guys and I was like, I'm just going to make, yeah, we're going to do this. Um, and you came out there and you just ran with it, man. You just owned it. Yeah. It was, it was so fun because uh, it was my buddy Weston and I was like, I think I remember saying, I was like, we haven't done any videos before, mm-hmm. but we're like, we're you really, did. We're really yeah. You're like, like, yeah, that's really literally how you sold it. You're like, we haven't done anything. We have no content to show yeah, you. Yeah. But I was like, but, we'll come out there and we'll just shoot the whole and thing. That's, and that's, that's the whole point of it. Right. Like yeah. you were stoked about it. And like that, if you even like, yeah, I don't know. We don't have any content. It might not be good, but you know, like if you just want to take a chance, you didn't sell it like that. You still like, man, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, this we is got this, <laughs> and you did, and you, and then you did that. You you I took did. that, yeah, and all of a sudden you're shooting for like other bands and yeah. doing all this stuff, and kind of yeah. kickstarted a, a whole passion for video too. Because I mean, at that point, I hadn't really done any videos. Yeah, so that was a, a really cool jumping off point. It's one of videos. my favorite videos there are of, of Five Fold Live. Thank you, yeah. It's that so was, good. I love the, the shot where like they jump out in the crowd. That's yeah, dude, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was so such fun. a fun show too though, man. Yeah, man. We got in trouble because uh you know like people aren't supposed to crowd surf there yeah and we totally just had him come up like hey let's make a big show of you crowd surfing yeah (laughs) this is a rock show like it's time like we're gonna do some crowd yeah that was so much fun that's yeah uh, i love it so uh Let's talk about like your process for writing a song. Oh, you know, this might be more for the people that are, are musicians, though. Yeah, maybe give us like the process of writing. Oh you. man, so I, I'm trying to make a process now. Um, I didn't have a process for the longest time. It was kind of just like, all right, whenever it happens. Um, but I, and and there's different modes, I guess too. I guess like for me writing now, what I do is I I think about where I'm at you know, uh, mentally, physically, you know, whatever it is that's inspiring me, I want to like write about, you know, um, and I kind of sit down with my guitar or whatever kind of music on the st- instrument I'm writing with. And I kind of come up with like a, like a, some kind of structure there on um, whether it's a verse course, it doesn't matter. You know, that can be determined later, but I start humming it. You know, I start you know, like trying to find a melody because I think the melody is the most important, you know, and then on that, I'll usually in the melody when I'm just kind of like humming it to myself, I'll kind of some words just kind of show up. I don't know. This isn't a good like it's no, it's, it's the weirdest thing, man. I love talking uh, about their, their process. Words just kind of like show up and I'm like, oh, OK. And then that kind of writes a song for it. You know, all of a sudden it's like it's more like I point my my brain in a direction of, all right, I want to write about this, but I have no idea how I'm going to get there. And then event, sometimes the whole entire meaning of the song changes. All of a sudden, I'm like, no, this is a breakup song. You know, that breakup song could instantly become, no, this is an America song about, like, the state of our government. You know, <laughs> yeah. who knows? But, yeah, so that's usually the process. You know, sometimes it takes me, like, 30 minutes, you know, to write a song. And sometimes it takes me, like, five years, you know, which yeah, has happened. There's a new song I have called Bear Claw that I just finished that is, like, one of my favorite songs ever, but I started writing it like when me and Brittany first started dating. Um, but yeah, and but in a band, a lot of times that, you know, is like someone has music already written. And so I'll kind of sit there with my notepad with a pen and I'll just start kind of jotting down ideas and, you know, usually two pages of that. And then I'm like, oh, this is it, you know? And um, just finding words that rhyme together, wordplay, um, all that stuff goes into it, but I don't know. I guess I guess at the core of the matter, I don't know how to write a song. 
Like, I don't, I have no idea. I have no idea why I can do it. I have no idea where it comes from or anything like that. It just, it just happens. Sometimes I'll be sleeping and I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, there's the chorus right there, man. And, you know, it's, it's the weirdest thing because sometimes I'll, you know, be sleeping and I hear like a song. It was like, you know, it's like, I think it was a Matchbox 20. It was in my dreams last night. But sometimes I wake up and I've never heard this song before. And I'm like, oh my God. All right, yeah. that's a, that's a great song, man. It was playing in my sleep all night long. I'm gonna write this, and I'll usually go up there and pick up my guitar and my boxers and write it or whatever. That's how I wrote Shelter. You know, I heard this. I kind of heard this idea, um, and I just sat there like in my living room, you know, barely awake, and I wrote this chorus. And I'm like, ah, I don't even know if that's good or not, but I don't know. Um, it all it all depends. I don't know. I love it. I, I would mean, like to know other people's opinion or yeah. uh, processes of writing because I don't know if I have one yet. I'm being, I want to start writing uh, at least four songs a month, which is a crazy thing, but I just want to do it. So I need a process. I've been trying to go into my room and like sit there and be like, all right, this is my process. This is how it happens. But at the end of the day, I don't know how a song is going to come to me or when it will. <laughs> I like that though. It's kind of like keeps it, keeps it open. Usually I, I, it's like at the end of like, I'll be like a total pain in the ass to be around. Like Brittany can't stand me. <laughs> I'm such a cranky person and I'm just like bitching about everything. And then all of a sudden it's like, a light bulb goes off in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to write a song. That's what's happening. I'll go in my room or have the next day off and I sit there and I write a song that I'm, all of a sudden I'm super chipper and great to be around. And that's it. <laughs> it's love, like, it's it. like, it's like my mind needs it. <laughs> I feel like it's interesting too, to talk to all these creative people and kind of figure out their processes. Like, you know, for me, it's like, I see, like I can like picture a film or mm -hmm. like a photo shoot kind of in my mind, of like mm -hmm. the photos that I want. But, you know, I can't picture music in my mind or anything like that. So I feel like it's interesting, like, the creative people can, like, see that in their head. And yeah. Then they just kind of put it on paper. And yeah, like, it's wow, like you already cool have, thing. like, the blueprint. Like, yeah. it's like you you have the blueprint of what you want, which is insane, honestly, that, is. that people can do that. Like, I mean, especially you. Like, I mean, how, how do you look at something and be like, dude, I picture this. And then to create something, to create a photo or a video or, or a moment that is everything you thought it could be, or a lot of times probably more. Like yeah. that's insane. Yeah. You know, humans are pretty cool. They are pretty cool, man. <laughs> it's uh, that's why I think it's so crazy about music. Is like I feel like you can, I don't know, just like I, I think it's was the most exciting thing, uh, and always has been in music is being able to get on Spotify or put in a CD and be able to like. I remember when this song wasn't a thing and now it's a thing. And like, like you know, this is people can look like you. Yeah. And you know, and a lot for me too, it's like a lot of these songs come out of very personal moments for me and to be able like to share that. And then all of a sudden it's not done. It just end there. It just keeps going. It's just like that, that moment didn't just teach you a lesson. They can teach millions more lessons yeah. that's insane and it'll always be there it's not, it'll always yeah it's not going anywhere straight up man that's why i'll always have a job man straight yeah. up people are always going to need some music yeah. so <laughs> even it. even if like post if the apocalypse happens man i'm like ah oh, man i'll sing about zombies and ghouls yeah. i don't care here's, here's some cds yeah like, here's some cds yeah uh, kickstarter time let's yeah go. man I'll, I'll i'll give it to you for some for some food <laughs> and beer <laughs> yeah 
Trade the barter system. Yeah, dude, it's straight up. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit about like mindsets and mm-hmm. how would you say that yours has shifted over like maybe the last five years or so and why? Oh man. Has- um, so I would say when I started Fivefold, I was very quiet. I didn't have any faith in myself. I was probably the less, the least uh, confident person there is, you know. But through Fivefold, I gained a lot of confidence, and I probably became pretty egotistical. It's very full of myself, right? And I kind of took on this thing that I was like the party master. You know, I was all ready to just rage all the time, right? Which was fun and cool, and people liked that. Yeah, it's a good chapter. But, you know, as you get older, man, you just, you gotta, I don't know, it's just like, it's like chapters. So, like, in steeples, I kind of realized, all right, well, I can't really be like that, you know, because, like, that's not really our jam. And I thought that, like, that would just, you know, I'd I'd step out and all of a sudden that would change. No, it's like, I'm a different person. It's, uh, my mindset has grown to be, like, hard work pays off, you know. I didn't work hard before. I can just, I can just write songs. It's not hard for me. You know, but that doesn't mean I don't need to work hard for it, right? I stopped working hard for a long time. I felt like I was pretty lazy probably most of my music career, you know. And it's easy to do that when you're in a band because you have, like, other people that will do all their work, you know. And all you have to do as a singer is just show up, smile, be funny, and have a good personality and sing good, Yeah. you know. But all of a sudden now it's like I feel like, you know, I've, I've had to learn how to, you know, really just always be on brand. But even on brand is like who I am. You know, it's like, you know, I uh, if I can share a personal story. Yeah. I was at the show uh, a couple months ago and I got really drunk. I drank way too much. And I told a bunch of people off and I did a bunch of stupid stuff. And I don't know, you know, what the details are, but... That doesn't change the fact that that negatively reflects reflects me, but that also negatively reflects who Ryan Chaney is. That like the shelter, all those songs, you know what I mean? And I realized, man, I always got to be on my game. You know, I have to be 100%. I have to watch what I say to people, how I say to people. I have to be attentive to people, you know. And, you know, on on social media, I have to always be a good reflection of who I am, you know? And it's not, a lot of times that's not like the center of attention that a lot of times it's just like, just a good dude, you know? So I don't know. I think how my, how my, how my mindset has changed is just like working much harder for my goals because now I'm 30, I'm almost 30. And I'm like, man, I want to, I want to get this stuff done. Yeah. You know? So that's cool. Yeah. And then it's good to have that kind of like, uh, self-awareness too, to be able to realize those things and be like, Oh yeah, this is what I was doing wrong. Now I can fix that. Yeah. And it's like, and, and also like, it's, it's good. And how there's, I've also learned like the delicate balance of leaning on people, but also leaning on yourself. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I feel like it's it's like a teeter-totter and it should just be equal, like both sides should just be level, right? Because yeah. you can't get anywhere without leaning on people. You need, it takes a village and you have to depend on people, but you can't just depend on people to get you where you want. Yeah. You know, a, part, a lot of that is just working hard for yourself. You know what I mean? Like I could wait all day. I mean, like, I don't know, like anything I need, I can just learn that. And that's what I'm trying to do. You know, it's like, I'm one man banning this because I didn't do it for so long, you know, and I've got to, it does just because 
I know a really good keyboardist doesn't mean I don't need to pick up and learn, take piano lessons and become a really good keyboardist. Yeah. Just because I know you and you take really good photos and videos doesn't mean I shouldn't learn how to do that. You know, just because I could hire someone to run a website or create a website or, or manage me or learn, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't need to do those things, you know, and I should, you know. So, yeah, that's cool. another big thing. My like mindset that. has changed. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, let's talk a little bit about books. Books. So, so I love I love books. But mm-hmm. what, what would be like one book that has probably like changed your life the most? Oh man, uh, oh man. I would say Lord of the Rings, man. All the the whole trilogy, man. I know it sounds so stupid, but no. story of adventure, of courage, of teamwork, of of fear, fighting your fears, of impossible goals. And then reaching those goals of love, of loss. I mean, there's so much packed in those books. I would say it really inspired me, you know, to do what I, you know, want to do. That was one of the first books I really just delved into. Um, yeah, I love fiction novels like that because you can kind of see yourself in some of those characters. Yeah, dude. When, and, like, and there's wow, so just... many quotes, man. There's so much smart crap that, that just J.R. Tolkien says. Like, yeah. It's insane. Like, uh, what was the one? Um Ah, man, I forgot what Gandalf said. He said, uh, uh, we're seldom ready when we're, we're seldom ready when we're supposed to be. Uh, I, for, I forgot what he said. It would, I would just butcher it if I tried to say it. But anyways, so many good quotes in there. But I would say a second would be um, Obstacle is the Way. Um, I read that book uh, probably like, I don't know, I've read it like five times now, man. It's amazing. What's um, that about? Obstacles the way uh, it's basically about um, it's it's about basically there's always going to be an obstacle in our way no matter what um, and that 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 doesn't mean go around it that doesn't mean to like stop that means to find a way through no matter if it's above below you got to break through it no matter what you got to do uh, it's just an amazing book that really inspires me um, to look at things that keep me down and to push through them and I think everyone should read it. Um, I also see in yours, uh, you have Atomic Habits, which was yes. an amazing book. Um, that's that's another really, I don't know, you got, dude, you got like so many good, The Secret, which is another yeah, great book. Secret, yeah, Outliers. Great. I love that, like all those books. There's so many cool books that you can read. Like it's just so hard to like kind of narrow down the, yeah. the ones to pick from. Yeah, I feel like I'm always just like between three. I'm like, um, I'll read like two self, like really, you know, good books. Like the last book I read before the book I'm reading now is Atomic Habits. And I was like, it almost like makes your brain so tired because you're like, oh my gosh, I have so many things to do. Yeah. I've learned so much yeah. about myself reading this book. And so I'll just jump right over to like a, a fiction book yeah. and read about like, like heroes with swords and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'll jump back into like the the, the changing your life books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm the same way too. I'm like, I need to like a break sometimes to be like, just to kind of consume. Yeah. Like, let it kind of sink in. Like, yeah. Knowledge. So that's cool. Yeah. What, uh, what is a or who is a band or musician that has inspired you the most? Mm. Let me think. Uh, honestly, I'd say probably Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenty. Um, I would say that you know it's a, you look at him on social media. Um, you don't hear a lot of drama going on there. Um, he's also a dude that like start like started out in a band that he didn't end up with. You know, like he started out in another band uh, was offered basically a record deal and he, he freaking won with it, which is terrifying. And I mean, I can't, that's like, 
starting a band with your friends and be like, all right, this is the goal. This is the path I need to take, which is probably scary, but he did that. Also the way he like loves his wife. It's, it's, it's crazy. And it's really inspiring for me because, you know, I guess a big fear of mine was always like, you get famous, then your relationship goes to crap. It's like, but it, he gives me faith that, oh man, your relationship can flourish and you can really just, that can just almost benefit it. You yeah, know, like Rob Thomas, hilarious. yeah, Rob Thomas really inspires me a lot, uh, his songwriting and stuff. Um, I would say another one, uh, Dermot Kennedy right now, uh, John Bellion, I think John Bellion's a freaking alien. Uh, he's not <laughs> a person at all. Uh, that dude just can, I just, I just see i mean it's like a it's like a, a a portrait of the limits that someone can do you know and uh, he really inspires me and his in his life and his creativity and his and his uh, determination as well yeah yeah dermot dermot is amazing yeah i'd say musically probably right now is also like rustin kelly rustin kelly is the, the shit man what, what's some uh what's some music that people should check out some new some new artists that you're checking oh out? dude um oh, so, besides shelter yeah, besides Shelter by Ryan Cheney. Uh, available uh, on all available platforms. On all platforms. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I would say anything with Dermot Kennedy. Uh, Rustin Kelly, man, is someone you need to check out if you haven't. Like, he is just, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of folk country a lot lately. So that's one of my favorites. Uh, I'm a big fan of this band called Mount Joy. Um, they're super cool. It's like if, yeah. like, I don't know, folk mixed with Dave Matthews. Um, super big into that. Um but yeah, uh, Shelter by Ryan Chaney. Um, <laughs> that, guy, that guy's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. There's so many. There's so many good ones. Like there's so much new music. I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift lately. Because um, T Swizzle all the way. T Swift is amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, she has just so many good songs. Oh, she's so great. Uh, there's a live version of her playing her song, The Man. And I get chills every time I listen to it. It's so good. Yeah, big fan. What uh, what would be your favorite venue that you've played in? Oh man, oh dude, uh, favorite or most memorable? Let's do both. Favorite and most memorable. All right, my favorite is probably, uh, I would say Delmar Hall. That's that's I love playing Delmar Hall. It's such a good venue, and they're just so nice to you. They're all like they're, the staff is top notch. No, they treat you like you're super famous. You know, like you get all that treatment and it's, and it's an awesome venue. Like it always sounds good. You know, it's consistent. It's the perfect size too, mm -hmm. really. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's all good. Uh, my most memorable will always have to be Pops for me though. I mean, that's where like Fivefold played all the time. We, I mean, that was like going to see all my friends. Still is like going to see all my friends. And, you know, that's like where I feel like I grew up. So uh, there's always a certain part of my heart in, in Sage, Illinois, yeah, man, in a, under, under Pops. <laughs> yeah, it's a great venue. Oh, I mean, it really man. is a great venue. The stage is cool and a cool bar. And yeah, dude. They always have great bands too. So. <laughs> they have great bands and like they're just, it's like my family. I feel like I can walk in there right anytime and like I'd just be like safe. I'm just home like all the people there they're like oh yeah that's right you know so, yeah. well this has been a good conversation so uh thanks for being here today dude thanks for but, having me but where can people find you on all of the uh, uh social channels yeah so uh the gateway is ryanchaneyofficial.com uh my last name is spelled c-h-e-n-e-y so ryanchaneyofficial.com 
Uh, that's gonna be the gateway to everything me all the stuff i'm doing uh it'll also have the link to my patreon i'm gonna be setting up a patreon really soon um where basically you can donate money monthly and you'll get access to tons of you know uh never before seen content uh different music tracks i'm working on uh question and answer uh it's kind of like our own little social media platform that we can just all talk you know i can make this little club and you know i'll be doing a lot of shows that only patreon people can come to and all that stuff too so such but, a good idea i love yeah. that, that platform of like the idea it's cool to be able to support the artist and then also get like that exclusive content yeah definitely yeah because like that's the coolest thing to me is like feeling like you know the person you know the the musician. Yeah, and I want I want to know the people that support me. That's yeah. like that's it's the coolest thing. Bond. It's a good bond. For yeah, sure. totally. So awesome. And well, instead of ending this podcast with a question, we're gonna end it with a song. Ooh. So this is gonna be Ryan Cheney playing Shelter, an acoustic version. And you can find this on uh, Spotify and all streaming all platforms. All streaming platforms at RyanCheneyOfficial.com. <laughs> all right. Can you hear me calling out your name? Though I am turning my back on every goddamn word you say, and I probably do it over again. Look like me and all my fears And I'm sure that they will come for me If you don't, you don't meet me here Cause your words, they used to ring so clear And I know we have spoken in years But I'm on the edge I'm looking down Like some bright sun.
Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it was great. This is super fun. Thank you so much.